Welcome to the Battle of the Willamette Podcast Weekly Recap. Everybody loves the Ocho. God damn it, don't be a nine ball. You know what this is? Season 10. The Diaz or the Zine. Uh, this week I'm joined by, as always, CJ. But this week we're changing it up a little bit. We've got a, uh, a guest commentator in the house with Duck Cowboy out. And so we uh, we thought we'd bring in Lewis from the He Got Me camp. Uh, how are you doing, Lewis? Good to see you. You know what? Good to be seen. Happy to be on the show. Uh, <clears throat> been uh, admiring you guys from afar. Uh, wishing that I have my own episodes coming out, but they, they have not been. And I've, I've caught a lot of slack from it. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get back on the snide. We've been on a as I called it, a sabbatical, which uh, one person uh, decided that he wanted to tell me that that was a weird time to go on a sabbatical during the season, but sabbaticals never come at the opportune time. So, you know, I just had to, happy to be here, you guys, and thanks for having me on the show. Nice. Hey, hey, I don't, can you remind us what the name of the show you're referring to? I can't remember. It's been so long. Oh, man. You know what? We're, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. it oh, it's, okay. It's, it's SOS Entertainment and Irish News. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I thought there was something else out there, but maybe I was thinking about Neil's Beals. I, I don't know for sure. So <laughs> I can't remember. The beat, I, baby. I, It'll be back. The beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we heard of that. I, I heard there was something going on there. So, hey, I just want to do a quick call out for my boy Aaron Judge in New York beating the AL all-time home run hit tonight just did about less than an hour ago. That's pretty exciting oh, wow. news. Yeah, that's pretty that. cool. Breaking news right here on the, on the Zion. Nice. I know you it's know not fantasy I, football, but it's legit. So we got to call it out. I didn't get that news flash. Um, it didn't, it, so it must not be that important, but that is a cool deal. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Get, get your okay. get your notifications organized and maybe oh, yeah. you'll get some of the goods. You know? Right. Okay. Well, I like him. He's a good dude. Nice. Well, thanks well, for joining, though. So awesome to have you. Thanks for sitting in for Duck Cowboy. That's great. Just don't yeah, screw it up. You. Yep. Glad I was able to give you that can't, upgrade. Can't do any worse. <laughs> can't do any worse than Duck Cowboy. So you're already in the hot seat there. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little recap. Let me set the stage here. Um, you know, a couple games in. This is, uh, I think, this is the week where we, uh, we really see some teams separate themselves. They're breaking away from the pack. And it might not be official, but it's almost time for people to start smashing that panic button. Not official. It's not out of the realm yesterday. Hey, I, I tell you what. It's getting there. I think it's real close. Um, I'm, I'm one game away in the panic button, my darn self. So um, if I couldn't imagine being – Hawk attack at 0-4. I'm sure, especially coming off of last year, he hasn't won a game since for a really long time. I mean, he said 2021. It's been a while. So just put him on on alert. Just, you know, wellness checks, you guys. Check on your boy. He, he's not doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he, I, I did kind of connect with him a little bit today, and it was – I had to give him the old, hang in there, little buddy, and – you know, it's okay. Things will things will get better. There's better days ahead, you know, but I don't know if it worked. We'll see. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Before we jump into the recaps here, I know um it, it is official. Last weekend was all vegan, so uh no burgers. You guys got any thoughts on the no burger weekend? 
crazy. Crazy, especially yeah. having two people over 200. Yeah. You, you know, I'm, I'm really shocked by that, but I'm, I'm, I'm also not shocked by it because I just start looking at some of the players that I have on my team. We have some, just my team and everyone's team. You've had like fantasy legends that haven't done anything this year. I mean, nothing. So I, I, I'd love to say I'm, uh, I'm surprised, but just the way the year's gone, uh, it's like it's all the fresh blood in the, the, the young players that are putting up numbers, some of the older players, and we're talking about like three years in, we're not talking about seven years in, are doing nothing. So I'm not surprised. I know, because Juju Smith-Schuster and Allen Robinson haven't broke 12 points. Like that is <laughs> crazy, you know? Like who'd have thought, you know? <laughs> the other thing I mean, about that is like I feel like Le'Veon Bell could come back and we could pick him up off waivers and he could start for 90% of the teams and get you a solid 12 points I don't know what's up with that Latavius yeah, Murray did he just came off the practice squad and got 12 points yeah and a new contract in Denver uh, and look Jonathan Taylor has not hadn't, hasn't gotten 12 points almost combined all year <laughs> You gotta, fire, you gotta fire that coach. You gotta let the big dog eat. Matt Ryan. Oh Lord. Yeah. But whatever. Matt Matt Ryan is bad. So it's like he's in a system that he's comfortable with. He's he's been an MVP. He's done all this stuff. He's comfortable in Atlanta. And you take him to Indianapolis, which frankly, I've never been to Indianapolis. Don't know if I ever will go, but it's probably a lot different than Atlanta. New system. He's old. It's showing. What a mess. I mean. Indianapolis went from what they went from uh um who was the guy in San Diego for all those years the old guy that that had all the kids everyone knows who you're talking about keep going oh yeah 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 Philip Philip Rivers Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan you'd think at some point you'd get it right but whatever sorry but almost like it's like going to Russell Wilson it's almost as bad as going to Russell Wilson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if we can get into that debate this early. We won't. We won't. Oh. We're not, we're not going to touch it. We're not going to touch it. We're not going to touch it. We got we to we save a pretty good game. We got to save some for the recaps here. Come on. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Lewis saved that for CJ's game. Uh, so let's jump right into the first game that we're going to recap here that we want to get after a, uh, a vicious battle. Someone that is in the upper echelons of the rankings and someone is at the. Uh, complete and polar opposites uh so we are looking at the end zone versus the hawk attack cj how'd you see this one come out well 165 to 109 i'm surprised more by the 109 than the 165 actually i'm a little bit surprised by both but end zone his other keepers so up to date it's been allen and Diggs, but they only gave him 34 points so that that floor keeps dropping for those two which i'm not sure what to think of that. that? That could just be one of those early season things and maybe the matchups, the weather, whatever. We know we had some weather issues last week in Baltimore. But Adams, Henry, and Fournette stepped up for him uh, and really sealed this game for him. They hadn't really done as much as the other two of the season. So those other three keepers did a lot. Hakatek went up against a lot of game scripts that were tough. So Herbert, Robinson, you know, it was just the weather and playing from behind those types of things. I mean, ETN really was more valuable in this matchup than Robinson. I think that hurt. Higby, though, did manage to get 
10 receptions off of 14 targets off of a terrible Matthew Stafford. So I don't know what's up there. End zone still leads the way for keepers and waivers, but it's shrinking. He is not the highest scoring team. We'll talk about that later. He started 8-0 last year, so he's right back where he was last year in 2021. And Hawk Attack, officially the worst start in his franchise history. And I got to be honest, guys, can Hawk Attack right the ship this week against Slumlord? I look at his players, and you think that they should do more. But I don't know what the missing link is. Is it coaching? Is it – I mean, he kept his nucleus. Uh, Scary Terry is not doing anything. Wentz was a 40-point, you know, I, I guess fluke at this point. He came out hot and put up 40 points in his first game, and you haven't seen him again. I, I You know, I don't think – it's not going to happen against Enzone. Enzone finds a way to – pick up some random dude for one week and he ne- has an all-star week and then he'll drop him and the dude will never have another point the rest of the year. He just finds a way to win. I don't know how he does Unbelievable. it. It is. So no, it, it, the ship doesn't get right this week. Well, I, I'm just looking at like, I mean, this was last week, you know, we're recapping Lewis. This isn't the That's what I'm saying. where you I look know. forward, but <laughs> not cool. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't get it. I don't understand Hawk Attack's team and what what's happening there. You look at it, you expect more. 109 points, not not what you would expect from that squad. So I, I, it's a bummer. We'll round it out with this one. Hawk Attack 0-4 worse or better than IP 3-1? Who's mashing the button? Well, I mean, my personal feeling is sorry, he. I didn't mean to jump in there, but no, that's fine. No, I have not. No, Irish Puddles team is going to break through on this based on what we've seen and the depth that he has. Architect's team has his players continue to let him down week over week over week with just it's not his players as much as it's what's happening around him, kind of to what you alluded to, Lewis. So that's my thought. I agree. I agree. That's a mic drop. All right. Let's move on. I think this, uh, I think we might have teased this as a game of the week last week. Tony, mm. triple threat versus our friend, the double pronghorned Gore. CJ, how'd it turn out? Well, Gore pulled it out 139 to 115, which. I got to say, for this, this is low scoring for two 3 0 teams with just over 215, 250 points. Uh, and this is Triple Threat's lowest output of the season. Hertz and Jackson, both in the rain, combined for 25 points. You know, Hurricane Ian that swept through, not working out for those guys. Um, Tony Triple Threat had a decent showing from Cooks with 18 and Brees Hall with 17, but that was about. It. The rest of his team just really couldn't get going. And Gore, ultimately what won this game for him was Josh Jacobs and his 34.5 points against the Broncos, which mm-hmm. I watched every second of that game, and boy, did he look good. It was just – it was kind of crazy against that Broncos defense. Now, other facts, Gore, um, he got up in the morning and he made that change for Kamara, which – that that won it for him too in a way, right? Like had he not got up and seen that because that was a – that was a surprise inactive in London. And then Lamar, 
only scoring 14.56 as the lead scorer of the um, league is kind of crazy. And Gore is number six in points, but has a 4-0 record. What do you guys think about that? You know, I'm actually surprised about that. I know IP will be the first one to say, well, he's got the most points against him and so on and so forth. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things that any given week, you just don't know. And you have these, these stars on your team who are underperforming. I mean, there's no way in the world Gore's team with the personnel that he has should only have 139 points. How high was he ranked in the power rank? I think he was pretty high up there. Oh, right? top three, right? I mean, top three. The the 139 points out of a top three team. And so, you know, I, I it, it's an interesting thing that's going on right now in the league this year. And I don't know if it's this, this everything by committee, the sharing the ball all around the place that is having an effect on everybody's kind of studs. But I can tell you what, it's killing the running back position. And that's for sure. So, um Man, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by that score from, from both squads, to be honest. Do you, do you think, just the thought, and what you said there, Lewis, sparked the thought on me was, do you think that because there is an extra game in the season, coaches are being way more conservative, especially at that running back position where it's like, hey, if they're dinged up and I think I can get through a game with my committee guys, that maybe I'm okay with that? What, what do you think? You know, I, I do for that position, for sure, because very rarely do you see a guy get momentum in a drive and they keep working him until the momentum is kind of, you know, exhausted mm-hmm. itself. You can see a guy chip off two, three good runs and you're like, OK, now he's in. Now he's finding his groove. And all of a sudden the backup comes in for four five, six plays. Then they put the other guy in and then all of a sudden they come back out. Maybe he doesn't do that well. And they get down by the goal line, and the backup comes in and gets the score. And you're like, or the quarterback yeah. sneaks. In. You know, it's just it's crazy right now. So, but I think you have a point there with that extra game and these Thursday games. I mean, I don't think that you should be able to have a Thursday game unless it's coming off of a bye week. That is how Thursday games should be set up. If you really care about health and keeping these players over an extra game, you would never let a team. If there's a way to make it happen, come off a Thursday or come have a Thursday game unless they're coming off a bye week. So move the bye weeks up a little bit and make it work. So I don't know. Last thoughts on uh, Gore versus uh, Tony's triple threat. Madam B has got to get back with the crystal ball and see what she can uh, rub up for next week. So moving on. Investigation pending. A, a vicious battle between two esteemed franchises that just happened to be on this podcast. Our guy, he got me versus our guy, Hip Hop Hippopotamus. Mm. CJ, please lay it down for me. Well, Hip Hop, you took this one 130 to 111. And it comes down to, I mean, your receivers took care of business. Tyreek Hill with 27. You started Mike Williams this time with 19. Um, and then Amari and McKinnon killed you with one and 1. 1.9. So it's 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 like you get this, but you don't have this type thing. Kyler does pull it off as the best offensive player for He Got Me, which I know he hates Kyler. He's stuck mm. with him. They're together. This is the way it is. He Got Me also had um, 35 points versus Hip Hop's 25 for, for um, IDP. 
But it was just really a tough week for both teams. And I just think that having, he got me having um, less than 14 points from his top, his two of his top 10 running backs is just, you can't overcome that. Um, And the QB changes in Pittsburgh impact Deontay, who only had four. But, you know, at the end of the day, he got me leads the way with points for traded players. So you got that hip hop. You're number one in kicking still, so you got to keep that going. <laughs> but I got a question first, for you. First Lewis. first drafted kicker by the hip-hop camp. It's a new trend. Sorry, continue yeah, on. Yeah. Okay, it. that's good. So, Lewis, got a question for you. Time to panic with JT? That's a good question. I, I don't think so. I think <clears throat> I'll, I'll give it three more games. I'll give it three more games because he's got the toe in the I'm angle, writing that I'm down. Gonna... And I'm, I'm just going to send you an offer now for more three weeks games. from now. I'm going to give it three more games. And I think Matty Ice is just a team killer. I don't know what it is about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a team killer. But, hey, I, I said it when I was on <clears throat> uh, on uh, with, with Hawk Attack and Pick'em drunk, right? I said that I, I for whatever reason, I, I don't beat hip-hop for every year I lose <laughs> I lose some every year. I lose to him. So I come into this game expecting to lose, hoping to win. And I, I called it. I was like, I think I'm going to win, but I can see myself losing. So uh, it's just one of those things. I, I have a hard time beating hip hop. I'd, I'd like to see the record there. I'm sure he's smoking me. Only because I've been in the league longer, I'm sure. Last thing to say about this game uh, Tua was really the key for both of us. Because Teddy Tiny Hands came in and he only wanted to throw it to Hill. Waddle, like when I saw that he only got less than six points, I thought there was a real, real good chance I could pull it out this week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he did. He favored uh, Tyreek the whole time. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So congratulations. Couldn't happen to a better man. Which I mean, who knows? We're looking at one or two more weeks of uh, Teddy Bridgewater, so I'm uh, I'm looking to make it rain and continually down in my <laughs> three games down, three games to go. Let's take a look at uh, Slumlord versus our guy Badonka Bronx. All right, well, Slumlord pulled this one off, one sixty eight to one twenty six. Tom Brady had his weapons back throws down 30 points. This is double of what he's had in every game this season, so that's pretty good. Debo and Hollywood, great games there. Mm-hmm. And also his his um, IDP group had 45 points, so it's pretty good. And I'll tell you what, the only thing that I had going out of this was Russell Wilson showed up, played pretty good. We'll see what happens going forward with, you know, Javante. And, and unfortunately for Stillmore, he lost Javante for the season. That's going to be a big hole in his, you know, his roster there. Um, Slumlord continues to lead the scoring through four weeks for defensive back and defensive line. Kind of mm-hmm. odd. And Slumlord also tops in points from the draft. So he still is leading the way with draft players. Um, but for Badonka Bronx, Clearly, I don't have a lot of explosive players on this team. Um, so I got to ask you guys, and be I'm serious. Uh, is this the worst team we've seen over the years in this league? Yeah, uh, that's a firm yes. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't, you know, there's no hesitation there. <laughs> this is by far your, your worst output of personnel. Um, and 
you know, I don't think you would have been better off keeping Rodgers and uh, Aaron Jones. So, I mean, hip hop, I mean, he's Aaron Jones has done okay. Rodgers, mm, you know, not so much. But I will say this. Slumlord did a good job of picking up uh, Burns, who I believe EZ yep. dropped. Yep. And, That's and right. he picked them up. that made a difference in his score. Not that he wouldn't have still won, but uh, he did a good job. And, you know, I checked to see if he was going to drop Garrett. He didn't, you know, I thought he might pull a, pull a uh, triple threat move. <laughs> he didn't, but, uh, or we can and say Hawk Attack drop a... <laughs> dropped Aaron Donald and I scooped him up. Oh. So thanks Hawk Attack. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, my man. But uh, yeah, this is not your best uh, team. And unfortunately you're stuck with Russ um, who did look well, better. He did look well, better. Let me, let me put it this way. So my team could have been Rogers. Jones, Saquon, Cook, and T. Yeah. Higgins. It wouldn't have been much better than what I put out this week. It really, really wouldn't have been. And and it's like I I you, you, I just don't know what to do. So, but I'm not going to yeah. get into that. Yeah, okay, and maybe we, J, maybe JT coming your way. Who knows? And we yeah, you, hey, hey, hey. you hey. definitely don't. You don't. You do not want to talk about the pit stop that Jalen Hurts made on your squad over the summer. <laughs> He no, did have a glass of he did have a glass <laughs> of water there before you shipped him out. That, no, and I, I'm, that's I, I mean that's almost forty burgers weekly now. I know, and I really will make sure that we cut this part out of the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, CJ, lowest uh, lowest weekly turnout for you yet this season? I mean, uh, highest weekly turnout for you this season, or was week one higher? Well, one GFY. Two, oh no. <laughs> So uh, let's keep it clean. Let's keep it clean. Before we move on, Slumlord <laughs> back on track or anomaly, and he's going to focus more on gambling than on setting his lineup. Mm. Uh, I think he is, you know, I, I can't figure him out. Um, but you know what? I think he's back on track. I think he's back on track. I'm going to give him that. We'll see. I mean, I, I felt like if he can get Tom Brady – you know, he's always going to have Debo. I think he's solid. I, I am I am concerned. I, I, I think what he's going to do about Javante is is a big question. I don't think you can rely on IDP all year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, his two wins have come off of pretty big IDP out, you know. Um, I was a victim. Output. I was a victim. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, one other thing before we slide off of this issue and go to the next thing. Everyone knows not to trade Badonka Bronx for players because they always get hurt after he trades them. I mean, not Badonka Bronx. I'm sorry, Duck Cowboy. Duck Cowboy. Everybody yeah, knows not you. to trade Duck Cowboy. So, you know, when you're my nemesis, your name always is on the tip of my tongue. So I apologize. <laughs> uh, just, uh, what's this? Sorry, I'm just getting a call. Oh, uh, Slumlord called in from the text line and says, uh, CJ, thanks for being my slump buster. I'm right back on track. So moving on <laughs> to the next game of the week. Uh, two, two of our favorites, two powerhouses, our guy Products and your guy IP. Mm. Jay, get right game. How we doing? Well, listen, to see both these guys at one and three is shocking, but IP gets his first win of the season with 214 to 130. Great showing for IP. Nearly everyone showed up for IP. Eckler led the way with 34.9, which was surprisingly the second best 
um, output of the week. Jefferson had 31. Mahomes and Kelsey connected for 52. So he has so many players with high ceilings that every week IP can Mm -hmm. produce in different ways. Like he doesn't have to rely like like I have to rely on three guys to do a lot (laughs) every week. He's got about seven guys that he can rely on every week, and that's very different. He had McCaffrey on his bench, which I still don't understand. Like, who has Christian McCaffrey, a healthy Christian McCaffrey, sitting on their bench for Cordero Patterson? That was the one thing I just didn't get. But you know Mm -hmm. what? He still won by big, and so... But products, I think Burrow is still producing, Chubb still producing. Those are his guys. But everyone else let him down. He had um, five of his offensive players hit their floors last week. That's that's crazy. That's frustrating, um, especially when you have Metcalf and Penny on the bench in a scoring bonanza in Detroit. I don't think it would have mattered if he had him out there. It wouldn't have, actually. I'm not saying I don't think. It would not have mattered against IP this week. But you hate to do that. IP now leads the league in scoring, mm-hmm. offensive scoring, running back, and tight end. And Prodex does lead the league in IDP and linebacker. But starting Patterson over McCaffrey was <clears throat> the question I have for you guys was IP being cute? You know, there was some news on McCaffrey coming out before the, uh, before the weekend. And I, there was his name was going across the bottom of the tape a little bit that there was a, I can't remember what the issue was. And, and so I could see him making that move and Cordell puts up points, you know, now he's injured. So he lost a little bit of depth. So um, I can see it. I think it is a little cutish. I, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I personally wouldn't have done it, but I no also way. don't have that many, uh, you know, buck shots in my shotgun. So <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, so I can we can get nitpicky. It's like seeing a ten walk down the street, and you're like, yeah, but her hair was in her face, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I think he just got a little cute and still got 214 points. So uh, we'll see if this is the return of the Irish. I got to see it two weeks in a row before I believe. I'm going with cute all the way to just in your in your face is what the <laughs> Irish wanted to say right there. And I can get 200th whatever lineup I throw out there. All right. Oh, Rolling into the last game. Yeah. Look, our uh, our absent co-host, Duck Cowboy mm-hmm. versus Electrocutioner. CJ? Yeah, so Duck Cowboy goes up to two and two, and somehow Electro finds himself at one and three, which is very surprising. And Duck Cowboy wins 200 to 174. And listen, Electrocutioner would have beat anybody but Duck Cowboy and Irish Puddles last week. You just hate it when that happens, but it happens. Yeah. He's got yeah. a good squad. It'll it'll turn around. The cream rises. But when you play against a team that has six players with more than 20 points, yeah, you lose tough. that game, right? Yep. And Hawkinson with 39.9 led the week in scoring in our league. That's crazy. That's crazy. A tight end in Detroit. If I said that to you <laughs> a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, hey, you know who will lead the scoring? A tight end in Detroit. No one would believe you. No. Herbert. Herbert shows a little effect from the rib, which is good. 
for Electro, right, going mm-hmm. forward. Um, Evans returned, big game. I think that helps out, you know, Slumlord with Tom Brady. CEH tops 22. And last week, I know you guys heard this, he was the most talked about sell-high candidate and just keeps making points. So we'll see yeah. who he does there. Um, Electro, this is his first one and three start. This is his third season. This is his worst start, but he's he's hanging in there. DC leads the league in scoring. But I do have a question, and this is serious, and this is a multi multi part question. Is it fair that Cooper Cup if it's is it fair that Cooper Cup gets twenty six points with Stafford having negative two and DC scores two hundred points? Is that fair? Uh, I it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. And let me tell you why it's fair. What it shows is that Cooper Cup is going to lead the league in fantasy points again this year. They are going to force the ball to him all flipping year. And at the, at the detriment of Stafford, he will just throw it to him. He got negative two points with a receiver with 26. That shouldn't even be possible. Nope. So – you know, I don't know what DC is going to do at the quarterback position, to be honest with you. And uh, you, that is a position you can't afford to to, to give up and uh, those types of points. And, you know, I was ready to get rid of Kyler Murray. He has zero negative something at half. And I'm like, this ain't going to work for me. So <laughs> that's not going to work for D. That's not going to work for Doug Cowboy either. So, man, a Cooper Cup is amazing. But it's easy to be amazing when you're getting 42 rocks a game. So, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I've uh, did I did I see that uh, that cowboy picked up Deshaun Watson just in case? Is that is that no, that's on that's Slumlord. He's Slumlord. on Slumlord. Ah, okay. I thought maybe he was uh, Slumlord. maybe Slumlord's uh, trying to trying to sell him a little bit out there to see what's happening. Yeah. He won't be around week eleven anyway, so it won't matter. CJ, you had a couple yeah. topics you wanted to talk about since we wrapped this up. Do we want to talk about the topics, or do we want to move on to the game of the week? Mm. Yeah, let's move on to the game of the week. So next week's game of the week, two devastating matchups. CJ, who you got in the matchup? Mm. Boy, um, I think that this is a rivalry that is a lot of people don't talk about. You know, I think that the most commercialized rivalry in the league is obviously he got me versus Badonka Bruggs. And and, and I say commercialized because really it's not like this is a down year for one and a up year for another. So, you know, it might, it might not be as competitive as it usually is, but this is duck cowboy versus Irish puddles. And these guys do not like to lose to each other. And this is a big game because either they are both going to end up being two and three or they're going to be two games apart from each other. Mm. This is a big deal this week with this game. So that's that's who we're going with the game of the week. I like that pick. I didn't have any choice in it, but I like that pick. Um, <laughs> you know, but what who's, I will say, who's, he, you, hey, hey, you're here. For, what's your game of the week? You you got yeah, a different? Tell us, yeah, yeah, tell us what you resisted. Sorry, yeah, that's no, cool. I don't. No, cool. I don't have. I don't have a better pick. Uh, I I think you're right. I just said I didn't have a choice. And I just want the the people to know that I had nothing to do with that because typically you guys talk about it 
and then you guys come up with a game a week. And I had no input on this. So I'm just letting the people know. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Sausage is yeah. made. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do have a little bit of intel on this game. Oh. This is a uh, this is a long-standing bet between uh, Irish Puddles and um, the Cowboy. But this is the first year that they can actually make good on the bet. Mm. Winner takes home firstborn. That's <laughs> what I'm being told. <laughs> the wager on this game is. So it kind of it kind of feels like you're trying to figure out a way to work in a future deal for somebody to take Hudson on. Hey, if I if somebody wants to get in on that, then you know I'm I'm open. I'm open to talking firstborns right here. So I mean, last year I might not have been as confident. This year it, it's it could it's 50-50. It could go either way. So <laughs> no, that's I, I did not know that. Yeah, and child services is involved. So they're aware. They've squared everything away. They know that Pierce would be going to a better home if Duck Cowboy wins. So that's it's all on the up and up. So I mean, you're talking about college roommates. I mean, they're going, you know, they this this goes back a long ways. This yeah. is deep rooted competition. So whether it be on a soccer field or an American football field, this is a deep rooted you know, uh, desire to win. So I can't wait to see it because I know, and you know me on Sundays, I'm going to be live on the Slack while you guys are all <laughs> drinking beers and joining your family. I'm going to be talking to myself on the Slack. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Like I, I was having problems with my NFL ticket working properly on Sunday. So I had to go out. Like Ooh. it was super frustrating, but that's okay. I think that's a standard thing these days. Anyways, hey, Lewis, thanks so much for joining and stepping in. And you, you were great. It was awesome to see you, as always. And hopefully Appreciate we'll get a beat, the beat back, and maybe we'll get to enjoy that at some point again. Yeah. In the Thank distant you. future, I'm sure. But Yeah, it'll be a while. It'll be a while. It'll be a while. <laughs> two, uh, two quick topics we wanted to cover. I know that CJ prefaced this. Uh, I'll give you guys both 30 seconds. What's your take on Tua? Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to get sued, and regardless of the outcome, not necessarily by Tua, but I think Tua is going to get paid a lot of money post his career in the NFL due to this little shenanigans over the last couple of weeks. We know it wasn't a back injury. That was obvious. They fired the doctor as a scapegoat because somebody had to roll. Dolphins are in a lot of trouble. Peace out. I think that what you had mentioned earlier, Lewis, about the Thursday night game, I think the NFL needs to look at that a little bit more and say, hey, putting putting these guys in harm's way so close between games, maybe we can figure out something there. I think if if Tua would have had till Sunday, it might have been different for him. But it was mm -hmm. frightening to watch that live mm -hmm. on TV. And I think the NFL is probably going to look at it and be like, this could happen to multiple guys because you don't know how often guys are getting concussions mm -hmm. and don't know it and then get hit again. I mean, it didn't seem like that crazy of a hit um like it really didn't but boy it was it was frightening to see and i hope the nfl looks at that and thinks okay how do we manage these thursday night games just a little bit better yeah i'm on hey, board i need uh i need two to be upright and healthy and get some protection so uh hill can keep getting me them burgers and lastly we're going to take waddle burgers we're going to take it home with uh 
was a little uh, little storm happened over on the uh, on the east coast. Kind of kind of tore some things out. Uh, I know I was uh, I was watching more closely to uh, my Canadian friends with Hurricane uh, Fiona coming through, but uh, Ian took a toll on the East Coast. Uh, what do you guys think? You know, I I don't know how people live there in those spaces. I, I mean, I watch from a distance, and you see it happen every third year, just a catastrophe. And you're looking at Puerto Rico. I mean, three hurricanes within a three-year period that are decimating the, that just that whole area of the country. It's not worth it to me. And, uh, you know, I feel for the families and the people that have lost loved ones. And, uh, you know, I hope that they're not silly enough to rebuild. The, they're going to rebuild. I, I don't know what to say other than I just feel sorrow. And um, hopefully Mother Nature will ease up on us. That would be nice. Yeah, and I try to put myself in the, the shoes of the people that have their entire communities destroyed. And, you know, it, it's, it's what I what I want to leave that community at the point or I feel more tied to that community and want to help rebuild it. Like, I, I, I don't know, but I know that, you know, I have like Jenny has family in that area and thank goodness everyone's fine and all that. Like, you know, as far as, as far as things go. And I have friends that have family in Puerto Rico. And then obviously I got a lot of friends in North Carolina from work that, you know, are dealing with just a lot of rain, but I don't know, man. I, I, I do think about how we're, we, you know, this group, we haven't had to deal with anything too crazy, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, natural disasters are, there are always unpredictable. So it's mm -hmm. sad. I hope, hopefully everything's going great. I know things seem to be, getting to the point where we understand what the actual damage is, but it's tough. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, uh, hip hop. And uh, if anybody in our league has family members that are in any of the locations, uh, our prayers go out to you and your families and we love you guys and uh, take care of your loved ones. Yeah. I definitely uh, bring it back to me. It's like, it's, I'm super thankful. <clears throat> I live in a very average climate on the uh, West coast. It's, you know, you take some of the good with the bad, you get a lot of rain and you get, you know, not as much sun, but there's, I've never been a hurricane here. There's never been a tsunami. I mean, we're waiting for that big earthquake, but I mean, who knows if that's ever going to materialize. And so it's, I think, I think if I lived there, I would definitely have to, I mean, think about what, what I could do to do something somewhere else, but, you know, feel fortunate that I don't have to make that decision. So. Yeah. Agreed. Well put. Another week of the Battle of Willamette weekly recap in this 10th season. The DS is in the books. I want to say Zion or what and the Zion. Zion. <laughs> Zion. I want to thank uh, Lewis, our special guest. Thank you guys for having me on. And CJ, as always, thanks for being on. We will uh, talk to everyone next week. Have a good one, you guys. Thanks. All right, go. Go Badonka Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> nice.